Good morning. This is Dr. Peterson uh, coming to you this Wednesday morning, May 27, 2020. Uh, actually, today is my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Adrian. And uh, on this rainy day, both of us are on our way. She's already at the office. I'm on my way to the office to do some work today. But I thank God for life. I thank God for health, strength. I thank God to be able to share with you what God laid on my heart. Actually, God um, laid this message on my heart yesterday, but had the opportunity today to share it with you um, because yesterday it got really busy. But um, it's, it's, it's a question sometimes that in a subject matter that is not popular anymore. Um, but All the same, it's a message that we need to know and be reminded of. And um, that message deals with where do we go after we leave this world? Where do we go? And actually, some people believe that after we leave this world, that's it. Um, There's no more uh, to life. We're like animals. When we die, we die and go out of existence. Um, and the Apostle Paul said if if that was the case, uh, uh, if that's all there was to life, um, we would be above most people miserable, uh, especially as Christians, as, as believers, as those that believe in God and that have faith in him, uh, in Jesus Christ, uh, it would all be in vain. And uh, it would be like uh, Solomon, King Solomon said, uh, vanity, vanity, empty, empty, it's all empty, it's worthless. So I think you would agree with, even with the pleasures of this world, if we only had, uh, uh, when we consider the calamities, the, the pain, the suffering uh, that we go through in this life and the trauma that we experience in this life, Uh, it would be very, very empty and sometimes even worthless to live this life if that's all it was, was just this life. But thank God that's not the case. And as always, we go to the Word of God and see what the Word of God says about heaven and hell. So um, Jesus talked about heaven uh, or paradise, uh, And he talked about hell. And all through the Bible, it talks about heaven and hell. Um, And in a lot of places, it talks more about hell than heaven. But it talks about heaven and hell. So when we talk about two places, uh, and we talk about what the Word of God says about it, first of all, Jesus talked about heaven and hell. He talked about a place of paradise. And then he talked about a place of punishment, a place of suffering. And as I said, in this world, we don't like talking about punishment. We don't like talking about consequences. Uh, we, we don't like talking about that. Uh, and it's rather uncomfortable, but sometimes we need to be made uncomfortable to uh, to realize uh, the reality of, of, of the what, what the way things are. 
and there is a hell. And Jesus gave the parable when he talked about Lazarus, a man named Lazarus, and then the rich man. And he talked about how Lazarus was poor and uh, Lazarus was a beggar and Lazarus was hungry, near death, hungry. And this rich man uh, was rich and he lived lavishly. He lived and had plenty. He had plenty to eat, had beautiful and nice things and and he's seen Lazarus suffering. And uh, when he's seen Lazarus suffering, um, he did not take advantage of that opportunity to give Lazarus food. And Lazarus begged him for food and he didn't give him anything. As a matter of fact, Jesus said he didn't even give him the crumbs off of his table. This is how bad this was. He didn't even give him the crumbs off his, wouldn't even give him the scraps. And um, so Lazarus died. And uh, actually before he died, the dogs came and licked his soul's sores, the Bible says. The, the, the dogs came and licked his sores and Lazarus died. And when Lazarus died, he went into Abraham's bosom, a place, a paradise, a a heaven, so to speak. And when the rich man died, he went into hell. So let's talk about those two places that Jesus talked about. First of all, let's talk about where the rich man went. Uh, The rich man went into hell. Um, and uh, hell is beneath this earth. The Bible says it's in the belly of the earth. So you can actually dig your way into hell. Hell is not just a figmentation of our imagination. Hell is a real place. It's a literal place. It's a place where we can feel, taste, touch, smell, hear, see, it's a, it's a real place. How, how do we know that? We know that because the Bible says that this rich man lifted up his eyes in hell. Uh, we know that this is a place of torment because the Bible says the rich man was tormented in flames. So this is a place where there's heat, where there's fire. Uh, this is a place uh, called in the Hebrew word shoal, a place of departed spirits, spirits that have been separated and souls that have been separated from God. So this is not a nice place. This is, this is, this is a terrible place. This is a place shoal or, or hell uh, is a place that we don't want to go. Uh, 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 and that's the reality. And some people say, well, I don't believe there's a hell. That doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You can believe that California don't exist, but it's there. So it's not what we believe. It's what God's word says. So there is a hell, uh, just as sure as there's a heaven. 
And this rich man went there and he lifted up his eyes, the Bible said, in this horrible, terrible place. And another uh, 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 writer describes hell in the Bible as a place where the worm never dies, where, where there's worms, where there's torment, where there's torture, where there's punishment, where there's darkness. And, and, and Jesus said, there shall be weeping uh, and gashing of teeth where people have eternity to think about their their sins and, and their shame and their their hatred and their bitterness and their unforgiveness and, and all that, that, that comes with sin. So uh, the Bible says when the rich man lifted up his eyes, he looked up. And when he looked up, he seen Abraham in a place of paradise. Uh, he seen uh, Abraham in a place, or Lazarus rather, I'm sorry, in a place of paradise. He's seen Lazarus in a place of beauty, plush with uh, streams and, and green uh, grass and beautiful flowers and, and just a beautiful, beautiful place of paradise, uh, a picture perfect place of paradise. And uh, he asked uh, Lazarus, the uh, 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 the, the rich man looked up and seen Lazarus in this beautiful paradise and he asked him, please lift up your hand and, and dip it in the cold water and put it on my tongue for I'm being tormented, the rich man told Lazarus, in these flames. So what had happened here? The tables was turned. Here uh, in this life, the rich man was rich. He had everything he desired. He had all at his disposal. And he was selfish and did not even share the crumbs off of his table to give to Lazarus. But now here's the table's turn. He's now looking at Lazarus. And he's now in torment, being uh, tormented in flames so hot until it's unbearable to where he told Lazarus, he said, Lazarus, just dip your hand in the water, your, your finger, and, and, and just put one drop on my tongue to, to, to give me some kind of relief from all of these um, flames that, uh, and, 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 and this torment and this heat and this pain and this agony. And, and Lazarus said, I can't. Uh, 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 even if I wanted to, I, I couldn't because there's a gulf there's a division between us. There's a partition between us where I can't get to you and you can't get to me. And the rich man said, oh my God, this is so terrible. Go back and tell my sons, my five sons, go back and tell them that this place is real so that they won't come to this awful place. I don't want anybody to come to this awful place. It is horrible. It's terrible. It's tormenting. I don't want anybody to experience this. But go back and tell my sons. And Lazarus said, if they don't believe the prophets, if they don't believe the word of God that's preached to them, if they don't believe when they hear the word of God, they will not believe somebody's sin. 
from hell. They won't believe somebody that's sent from beyond the dead. They won't believe it. So there's several factors here when we talk about, about heaven and hell. And, and one of them is that there is a place of paradise. There is a place that God has prepared for us so beautiful. If you, if you read in the book of Revelations where God showed John how beautiful, and I don't have time, I'll have to talk about this in another episode some more, but where I, where I teach the book of Revelations about how beautiful heaven is and, and, and how beautiful the place that God has prepared for us is. But then there is a place of torment and, 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 and actually hell as it is or as it was back then, hell is temporary because hell, death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire or Gehenna. And there's a teaching about that literal place of Gehenna, uh, uh, which is, is, is another teaching in and of itself. But let's talk about hell. Uh, uh, actually, some uh, scientists in a foreign country was digging um, in an exploration project and they were digging, digging deep within the earth and they had sensors and they dug so deep within the core of the earth until they heard sounds. And these sounds was people screaming and hollering and, and crying uh, 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 uh. and they said these were audible voices that could really be heard and, and they believed that they had actually struck hell uh, and so this is a place uh, 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 that is that is to be avoided at all costs but let, let's look at that parable uh, and let's go back when we were talking about these two places and see what happened to the rich man. And it is that uh, Jesus said that it's easier for a rich man to go through the, um, a camel, actually rather, to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into to, to heaven. Now, uh, does that mean there's not going to be any wealthy people in heaven or our heaven is, our, our money is evil. No, that's not what Jesus is saying at all. Uh, 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 to the contrary, I believe. But what Jesus was saying was that you can have money, but money better not have you. Uh, in other words, uh, he said, what profit a man to gain the whole world, yet lose his own soul? How can he lose his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? This is two questions Jesus asked because Jesus was concerned about us becoming so preoccupied with money, with material possessions and things until we forget about God. Now, what do I mean forget about God? We forget about those people that are hungry, those people that are thirsty, those people, the widows, the the ladies that don't have husbands and, and the, those that are suffering. Uh, 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 he gives us wealth to be a blessing to others, not for us to hoard up for ourselves in selfishness, not for us to hoard up for ourselves in greed 
and lavish and uh, lifestyles to just uh, forget about all of those around us. And it's so easy to become selfish and self-centered in this materialistic world where we think about money and we think about uh, uh, profit and, and we think about uh, 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 all of the things and the desires of, uh, of this world and we forget. We forget what our real purpose and our real mission for us being on this earth and that is for us to love God and to love others and to give to others, to be a blessing to others. That's the real reason why we are here on this earth. So this rich man had an opportunity. He had an opportunity to be a blessing. He had an opportunity to save Lazarus' life. He had an opportunity to, to, to do something for somebody that couldn't do for themselves. But he did not take advantage of that opportunity. He became so greedy and so selfish and, and, and so self-centered until he literally seen this man dying before him and wouldn't even give him the crumbs off of his table. Now, now I know we can say, oh wow, that rich man deserved hell. That's horrible. But what about us? What about what God gave us? Because God don't require us to give what we don't have. God only requires us to give what we have. So what about us? We may not have a lot of food, but we, we have the gospel. We can tell people about Jesus. We can tell people about eternal life. We can tell people, we can give uh, 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 the little that we have so that God can multiply us with much. But a lot of times we hold back and we see the uh, television commercials with the children starving and, and we have many opportunities is within the day we see the homeless and, and 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 we make excuses of why we don't do things to be a blessing to others to try to justify it to make ourselves feel good but in reality we will be judged all of us the word of god tells us every man must appear before the judgment seat of god and give an account for everything that they've did in this body Wow, you mean to tell me every one of us? Yes, the Bible said all souls belong to God. All souls belong to God. Every soul has to come and face God at the end of this life. And the book of Revelation tells us about it. When John seen God as judge, Jesus as judge, sitting on the great white throne of judgment, and he said, and the books was open and a book was open, open, which was the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things that were written in that book. And whosoever name was not found written in the book of life was cast unto the lake of fire. So there is a sobering thing at the end of this life. And when we leave this earth, there's a sobering experience that every one of us will experience. And that is that we will face God. And that's why Jesus said, the, the word of God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I shall repay every debt. 
So we see injustices in this earth. We see murderers. We see people doing all kind of evil things. And we see hatred and bitterness and people shaking their fists at God and cursing God. And, and we say, oh, they're getting away with all of this wickedness, but they're not. Because the Bible says everything will be played back when we stand before God. Every evil work, every thought, every thought that we ever thought in our life, everything that we've ever did will be played back. It will be played back to us while we are standing before God and the angels. That's sobering. And I don't know about you, that's what causes me a lot of times the things that I would do and the things that I would say, I, I, I don't because, because I'm afraid. Yes, I'm afraid. I'm, I fear God. And, the, and, 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 and some people say this not. Why would you fear God? He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. Yes, he is a loving God. He's a merciful God. But he's also a just God. And that's why we have to depend on his blood that washed us from our sins. We have to repent. We have to repent with a godly sorrow. We have to turn away from the wickedness and the things of this world. And we have to dedicate our life to him. And that's what he means about us being sold out. That's why we can have wealth and riches, but it don't have us. We can give to others freely. We can use wealth as a tool for the kingdom of God to be a blessing, to help feed others, to help clothe others, to help provide shelter for others. Jesus said uh, 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 that he would say unto those that had a form of godliness and religious. And that's what's happening in this pandemic. I believe there's a shaking because the church, we've had a form of godliness. But the Apostle Paul said, denying the power thereof. And he said, from such, turn away. Appear, we appear religious. Pike in the churches while people are dying and going to hell. And we, 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 we sit on our seats of righteousness in our positions, in our titles with our theatrical shows on Sunday morning while people are literally dying and going to hell and we have the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have the word of God that can save them and bring them life and we don't do it. And I believe the shaking has come because God said, I'm going to shut the doors because people need to proclaim the word. We've, 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 we've been to too many Bible studies. We've eaten at too many potlucks. We, we've sat in too many conferences while people are dying and going to hell right outside of our doorsteps. God is judging. And, and, and the first that he's going to judge is his people. Judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. First, the Bible says, it will begin at the house of the Lord. And if it begins, the Bible says, at the house of the Lord, if it begins with the church, if it begins with us, then where will the sinner and the ungodly appear? There's nowhere for them to go. So this is a sobering message, but I want to tell you that there is a heaven or hell. And it's time for preachers 
to begin to preach again. It's time for all of us that proclaim to be men and women of God to preach again that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shine. That there is a place that we don't want to go. And we can know Jesus for ourselves. We can know him and receive him as our Lord and Savior. And accept what he did on the cross to die for our sins. And we can believe and trust him to know that the blood of Jesus can wash away our sins. The songwriter said, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The song, another songwriter said, it reaches higher than any mountain, lower than any valley. So yes, it's the blood of Jesus. But it's time for us to preach and tell a lost and dying world, a sinful world, a dark world, that yes, you will see God again. I'm not your judge. No man is your judge. All souls belong to God. No man or woman have a heaven or hell to put you in or I in. But we will appear before God one day to give an account. And if we're not covered in that blood, we're going to be eternally separated from God forever. I will continue this series, but I have to go right now. I love you. God bless you. But if you don't know Jesus right now in this episode, you can lift up your hands and surrender to him and say, Lord, I accept you. I repent of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart, Lord. Live within me. And I want you to, to, to abide in me. You said if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done. Cleanse me and wash me, Jesus. I pray. And if you prayed that prayer, then you get a hold of me or you get a hold of, 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 of a Bible-believing gospel believing, God-fearing man or woman of God and you get in the, under the word and you begin to grow and you begin to listen and you begin to pray. God will assign angels and he will equip you and he will surround you so that you can grow and manifest into what he wants you to be. God bless you and I will continue this series on heaven and hell. God bless you. I love you. This is Dr. Peterson, Word of Truth broadcast. Have a blessed and wonderful day.